This podcast is brought to you by Convo Cloth, the official clothing apparel of the NBC podcast. For the latest apparel, please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com. Now, let's get into the latest episode of the NBC podcast with your boy, S. McCann. What's good, people? It's the NBC Podcast with your boy, S. McCann. And this is episode 34, Eagles Week 18 Review. With an extra game on the schedule. 17 games this season. Our Eagles, my Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles. Was nine and eight, made that last playoff spot, and now we on our way to the playoffs. From the beginning of the season, starting two and five, no one had us making the playoffs, and that's okay. And so, in week eighteen. Once we knew we clinched the playoff spot, we sat our players, rested them to get ready for our wild card game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And so in this game, Dallas played all of their starters, scored 51 points, we put up 26. But in the beginning of the game, it was 17-17 all against backups. So in this pod, I break down our playoff game against the Bucks, standout players in week 18, and the future of the Birds in 2022. So sit back. Relax. Let's giddy. Week 18. Philadelphia Eagles versus the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas 51. The Eagles 26. In this game, none of our starters played. We played backups and practice squad players. And in the beginning of the game, this game was very competitive, 17-17. On Dallas' side, they thought that for them to get on track going into their playoff game against their opponent, the 49ers, that was decided Sunday night. They had to play their starters. And so they played their starters well into the fourth quarter. For a team that has Super Bowl aspirations to go in this game, I can see playing your starters the first and second quarter. But to play your starters 
most of the game when the other team is resting, you had a chance to get your quarterback, receivers, or whoever, linemen, hurt, just going against other players that's just trying to make a name for themselves in the league. And so I get it, but to leave them in all the way into the fourth quarter, come on. And we know what they wanted to do. They wanted to get Dak his touchdowns so he can be the all-time leader in Cowboys history and touchdowns and all of that. But I just didn't like them celebrating throughout the game like they won the Super Bowl or something. This game was meaningless to the Eagles. It might have meant something to Dallas, but for you to be parading around after every score and it was too much to me. They was just doing too much. But the standout players in this game against Dallas, Kenneth Gainwell, he had a great game. He had 12 carries, 78 yards, 6.5 yards a carry, and one touchdown. Jason Huntley, we found something. He was on the practice squad. He's been with us the whole year, but we found something. And with him, I think he can be our punt returner, kickoff returner, help out special teams, and come in in third down and then do a little something in the third down situations. But I think we found something with Jason Huntley. And so he came in 13 carries, 51 yards, 3.9 yards a carry. And he had a couple big punt returns that put us in great field position. On the defensive side, Milton Williams, he had a great game. He was dominant. He was getting to the quarterback, blocking passes. He was doing his thing. For real, he was doing his thing. And the Eagles have some tough questions to ask themselves going into the 2022 season on Fletcher Cox and some of those dudes on that line because these young boys – they, they hungry. They came to play. And I like Milton Williams a lot. And I'm not going to get into the stats. The starters didn't play. Dallas scored 51. We scored 26. It was a meaningless game for us. It is what it is. But some of those plays during the game showed you who's not going to be on this team next year. And one of those players that shouldn't be on the team next year should be J.J. Ortega Wideside, if that's his name. I might have messed that up. It is kind of close. Touchdown in his hands. Dropped it. Come on. You getting all the opportunity in the world and you drop a touchdown? Crazy, man. That's your job to catch the ball. 
If it's in your hands, just pull it in. Drop the ball. Another player that should not be on this team next year in 2022 is Jalen Rager. He had all the opportunity to step up with no starting receivers in there. He should have got the ball a lot. He can't get open. And so when he can't get open throughout his route running and they have to do these gadget plays to get him open, and the only reason why he played this year was because he's a number one pick. That's it. It's not because he has talent. It's not because he's better than anybody else. It's because he's a number one pick. His stats during this game. Two receptions. 19 yards. 9.5 yards of reception. Rushing. Three carries. 10 yards. 3.3 yards a carry. That's a production of a first-round pick. No starters out there. You're basically featured in this game. You're a featured player in this game, and that's your stats. There's no way. The player that I've been harping about this whole season that needs the ball more is Quez Watkins. Six-round pick in 2020. Southern Miss. He has speed. He has height. And he can catch the ball. His stats during this game. Five receptions, 84 yards, 16.8 yards of reception, a touchdown. His stats during the season, 17 games, 647 yards, one TD. That's your slot right there. Jalen Rager, 17 games, 299 yards, trash. Can't play in the league. That showed you. First round pick versus sixth round pick. We're getting better value out of a sixth round pick than a first round pick. We got to cut our ties. And I think next year they might bring him back for training camp, but somebody going to beat him out, especially if we pick up a receiver in free agency or in the draft. The lows of this game. Yes, we lost the game, but we did lose one of our young tight ends, Tyree Jackson, to an ACL tear. And that right there, Tyree was in a three tight end set when we run three tight ends. That will hurt because he is a great blocking tight end, but we do have Richard Rodgers that can step in in that role. This year, 
We have two all-pro players, and that will be Jason Kelsey, first-team all-pro, and second-team all-pro Lane Johnson. He's been balling. Both been balling. We know in a couple years we will have to find a replacement for Jason Kelsey. But right now, he's playing at an all-pro level, as you can see. And so is Lane Johnson. I thought that Slay would be an all-pro. He only got one vote, and that's a disgrace. He should be an all-pro. And so the outlook of this season to me was a surprise. But throughout all my podcasts about the Eagles, I always said, you just got to keep on playing. You You never know what might happen. And that's what happened. So this Bucks breakdown, wild card game against the two seed, Tampa Bay Buccaneers I think we have a chance To win this game Based on Tom Doesn't have Godwin And also He doesn't have Antonio Brown The last game that we played or in the beginning of the season when we played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Antonio Brown had a field day. He was cooking in the slot. He had 90-something yards, two touchdowns, and we couldn't stop him. And in that game, Jalen Hurts had one of his worst games as a pro, but He still had three touchdowns. And so, looking back, it was 28-22. Who knows what might happen in this game? We don't know. Do I think that if we can, we have to score quick. That's one of the main things, what we need to do. Score quick and score efficient. We have to be efficient on the offensive end. And so the score from the Tampa game was 28-22. We lost by six points. So when you look back at that game during that time and you look at our team now, I think we have a good chance. And Tom Brady is the GOAT, but if we can be efficient in scoring the ball on offense, run the ball, control the clock, don't give Brady too many chances to score, shut down Mike Evans and let those other people do their thing, we'll see. We still need to get pressure on Brady as well. And Sweat might be out this game, but I'm pretty sure he's going to play. 
It's the playoffs, man. You come to play in the playoffs. Whatever's hurting you, your ankle, abdominal pull, pec, knee, you got to come play. And so my outlook on this game is that we have a good chance to win. And since it's a playoff game, I think this game will be close, a close game. And it will come down for us to win, controlling that clock with the running game and scoring when we have a chance to score, when we're in position to score in the red zone or wherever we're near that goal, we got to get a field goal or punching in. All phases of the game will have to be on point this game. All phases. Offense, defense, special teams. The little things count in the playoffs. You got to do the little things. And with Jalen Hurts getting time to rest that ankle, it's prime time, baby. It's ready to roll. This is where people make their money at. And if you can get a win under your belt in the playoffs, no doubt he'll be our quarterback. No doubt. 23, won a game in the playoffs and still fighting. To get another dub in the playoffs? Come on, man. Some people don't even make it to the playoffs. Some people make it and never get a win in the playoffs. So this is a big deal. I don't care if it's the seventh seed, the number one seed. You still in it. It's 0-0. Zero, zero. Everybody's 0-0. Zero, zero. I give us a, a great chance to win this game because we got there. And so my outlook. For 2022, one thing that we do need is a veteran receiver. We got to get a vet. Mike Williams will be available. Godwin, Gallup, you have Juju Schuster out there. There are a few receivers that will be available. We will have money to pay one of those receivers. We'll see. And I also would like to draft a receiver just for some depth because J.J. and Rager, I don't think, will be there next year. Our defensive coordinator, he could be back next year. He could not be back. He's getting looks to be a head coach. Denver is looking to interview him. And throughout this season, I didn't like how he called the defense. He was just too passive of playing zone and not pressuring the quarterback. And this game will define that. You have to Make sure that Tom Brady 
is not in the zone. You got to get him off of his reads, pressure him. You have to do it to the GOAT. So this game will define Gannon to see how he steps up in big games. How he will call this game. We'll see. Hopefully, we come up with this dub and we move on to the next week. That'll be something. So with that, people, stay safe, give respect, and show love. One. Make sure you go listen to all old and new NBC podcast episodes on all podcasting platforms. And please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com for the latest apparel.